Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Good morning. This is indeed the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. Episode 132 here with the boys. We're missing one of the boys. Uh, his daughter's birthday is today. Little Olivia Quinn Slavinsky. I think she's what now, Tommy? Was she two? Two. two. Wow. What a kid. I two. <laughs> what a kid. What a life. Um, you heard him. You heard it here. Uncle Tommy, bad news, sometimes good news. Canali, how you doing today? Very good. Good to be back. Took that little yeah. hiatus last week. Didn't like it, but I'm back. Listen, Undertaker lost his streak, but he's still a first ballot Hall of Famer, and so are you. So don't you worry. Don't you worry. And that other voice you heard, uh, Nick, how are you this morning, this Sunday morning we're recording? Good. I'm, I'm pleasant. How are you, fellas? Not too shabby for a Sunday. A little rainy here in, uh, in New York, but mm-hmm. that's all right. It is what it is. We still roll with the punch. As long as football is played, it's still a good Sunday for us. Absolutely. All right. Um, where can you find us? You can find us anywhere where podcasts can be downloaded by just simply searching the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. And when we say network, there are three of us. There is From the Top Row Podcast with Gurge Brooms. There is Project Kayfabe with Joe and and, and uh, I, I'm so sorry, Q. I always I, I always mispronounce it, so I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say Joe and Q. Um, Quade, thank you. Uh, it just came to me. Um, really, really great stuff that the boys do. And Project Kayfabe is actually going through the TNA run of when Hulk Hogan came over and they're breaking down every episode from the Hulk Hogan era. Um, the first two episodes dropped fantastic. Listen, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Crazy to hear back, back in the 2010s, what went on, what Hulk Hogan and Eric Bishop <laughs> and them were doing. Um, we live in a real, a really interesting oh, time period. Oh, <laughs> really, really, yeah. really wild time. One of the greatest to ever do it. <laughs> yeah, really wild time. So, Joe and Quade are doing a great job breaking it down. Um, Gurge, he's you know breaking down the top ten promo of the week, wrestler of the week, everything going on, which is really good. And then obviously we just shoot the shit on the topics at hand. So, again, I think all three podcasts uh, give you a nice little balance of something different, which is good because we're all not saying the same thing. We may be talking about the same subject, but we're not saying the same thing. So, kind of gives you variety. Uh, those guys crush it over there. You know, we love them over there. They're a part of our our big family. So, um, just you know, shout out to them. Give them a listen. I think you really will like it. Very good, very knowledgeable guys, just like us, obviously. Um, social media is at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter, at WrestleBuzz on TikTok and Facebook. Uh, Joey's out there always dropping the content. Good content, got to say. Mm-hmm. Do enjoy it. Keeps me informed. And then you can always join us on our, Wrestle, on our WrestleBuzz Discord. Um, I think you just search Wrestle – I think you just search WrestleBuzz if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if I'm wrong, DM us on any of our social medias, and Joey will definitely give you the link, but I'm pretty sure that's where it is. You can, you um, can always use a good fact-checking every once in a while. Yeah, you know, listen, <laughs> Joey, Joey's so hip with technology. For a guy that, you know, had a flip phone up until, like, two years oh, ago. Oh, I did. And now, um, now he's talking all day blowing balloons. Yeah, now, so you never know with him, but um, it's all, it's fun, though. The Discord is great. I love being able to kind of talk wrestling with everybody, and everyone has, like, different perspective, different walks of life, so it's really kind of cool. Um, but, yes. We do have sponsors. Um, we have Nerd Focus. It is out of energy think drink for your mind, body, and soul. 
uh, is delicious. We love it here at WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. And um, what we do is ask you to go to our link tree in our social media bio. Use that link to shop Nerd Focus. You buy two or more, you get free shipping. You use the code ND20 at checkout and you get 20% off your entire order. Never pay full price. Um, will there be a Black Friday sale coming up? Maybe. If there is, and if it's a better code than 20% off, you will hear it. We promise you. Um, Paper Champion Fantasy Wrestling Done Right. It is your number one go-to source for fantasy wrestling. It is an absolute blast run by our buddy Eric James. Uh, he is the man. That guy lives and breeds wrestling, and um, he's very good at what he does, and he makes it very fun for us. Tommy, have they updated the standings this week? I'm about to look. Doesn't look like it. So probably doesn't look like it. Room. Okay. Yeah. Looks like All the right. same room. I know we're battling. I am. Oh, I am. Yeah. Or yeah. I was the IC paper champion, and I still am from the old standings. I am Tommy. I am only five points behind the paper universal champion division. I so know. Yeah, you're make, creeping up. Make make some room for me. I'm coming for you <laughs> and Joey. Make some room, baby. Um, it's great fantasy wrestling done right. Um, it's crazy to think that the season. You know, after Survivor Series, War Games will be kind of coming to it's like that playoff yeah. run, if you want mm-hmm. to call it like Royal yeah. Royal Rumble to WrestleMania is like the playoff run. So Absolutely. if you got heel turns, use them wisely. Um, this is the time to kind of do it. So again, paper cha- the paper champion fantasy wrestling done right. And um, uh, what is our T-shirt website? Uh, pro wrestling tees. Thank you. Pro wrestling tees.com forward slash wrestle buzz. It's been a while for you hosting, man. Love just the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> listen, kidding. waking up on a Sunday morning, you know, just, just trying to kind of, you know, shoot it off the cuff. That's not too bad. Thank you. Pro wrestling tees.com forward slash wrestle buzz. We got the shirt there. We have the new logo coming out. Uh, the new logo is pretty sweet. Do got it. do love it. And got to give credit to Joey. Um, and there probably will be a black Friday sale. So if you are going to be looking to try to, you know, to wear some of the brand, I would recommend definitely shopping during Black Friday because you'll get a couple bucks off, right? Save some money. Otherwise, send a Venmo request to Joey. Maybe he'll send you money back. You never know. <laughs> um, all right, boys. Let's get into it. Outside the ring, MJF is getting a role in the Iron Claw movie. The um, the one where Zac Efron is playing. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's one of the Von Erics. I forgot what is it, Eric? Kerry. It's Kerry. Oh, okay. he's playing? Oh, okay. Thank you, Nick. Texas Tornado, formerly Texas Tornado. Beautiful. Love that fact check right there. But uh Nick, let's go to you, man. MJF getting a role in the movie. Yeah, that's he looks cool. like he'll that's be really the cool. first, he'll be the first, I guess, AEW talent kind of getting a, a spot in like a legitimate movie. How do you feel about yeah, well, that? He, I love it. I mean, he's the biggest talent. He's far superior than pretty much everybody else at this point. As far I as knew you'd feel that way. So um, it, it's well-deserved. Um, and I feel like, you know, with his, uh, obviously his look, his wrestling ability, and, you know, obviously if he has any any lines in this movie, you know, it's it, he can be delivered on any level. So it's going to be cool to see him uh, get his first role in a action in a movie. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, he's arguably the best on the mic in AEW. Um, I mean, and probably could be argued to be one of the best on the mic in wrestling, period. There's no question That's about how it. good he is. So he is charismatic. I think that he'll do really, really well there. I mean, Zach Efron's over there. He looks pretty good in the role. I, I got to give him Efron credit, man. Efron is jacked up, by the way. Yeah. Dude, high school musical, <laughs> man. I know it was a long time ago. Everyone got started somewhere, but where he's kind of gone, he's done some things, man. So I got to tip my hat to him. But I definitely, definitely will be paying attention. I was going to pay attention to the movie anyway, but now with MJF and I definitely got to pay attention to it. Uh, Tommy, conversations are being had around King of the Ring pay-per-view could have a whole tournament in one night. So now I I know, Tommy, you love the old school style, right? So having King of the Ring actually being its own pay-per-view and crowning someone that same night, that was when things were good. I mean, the best line in Stone Cold 
ever had was you know the old 316 line so tommy how do you you feel about potentially triple h bringing his back as an actual one night true king of the ring style oh do it do it up do it like he had you know he had the guys opening with the swords and all that stuff and you know all that kind of stuff yeah definitely bring it back it'd be a lot of fun i remember that was one of my favorite pay-per-views growing up just the whole night until so you had maybe you had a couple of matches sprinkled in, but majority was the tournament and stuff. But yeah, it was a lot of fun and like so many iconic moments. Obviously, Austin three sixteen and all that. So and then Triple H won a few years later and started his little run. So yeah, it was just it was when it actually meant something. The last couple of years or whatever it's been, you know, people win it. It doesn't really mean much, but this you won this. This just shot, shot you up into the atmosphere. So it was a lot of fun. So I can't I can't wait for if he does bring it back as a. Pay-per-view, would be, it would be awesome. So hopefully he does it. I truly hope so too, Tommy. And I remember the good times. Like I love seeing multiple rest, you know, multiple wrestlers wrestle multiple matches in the same night to kind of move into the tournament. Dude, who doesn't love a bracket-style tournament? Like everything we do like in competition is like a bracket-style type tournament, yeah. right? Yeah. All our sports playoffs, mm-hmm. fantasy wrestling, like literally every, fantasy sports, like everything we do has like some sort of like bracket-style kind of tournament. So it's like what better way to like enjoy, you know, the king of the ring for what it kind of should be and to kind of bring it back to its original roots, in my opinion. Like you said, Tommy, you you alluded to it. Some of the more recent stuff has been kind of watered down. It's just kind of just been like, oh, you're the king of the ring, and it's like, you're Baron Corbin. Exactly. I I like Baron Corbin. Runs the gauntlet. (laughs) Yeah. And I like Baron Corbin. Don't get me wrong, but... He really didn't mean much for him, you know? He was a happy Corbin type of guy, I think. No, no, no. I am the (laughs) modern-day wrestling god. Baron Corbin kind of guy. Um, So, you know, I'm excited to see what that kind of comes through, too. Um, Nick, the feeling within WWE is that Cena will have a match at WrestleMania 39. Thank God. Now, he he missed it. Keep me honest. I, I Sometimes I get blurred. He definitely missed this past year. Yes, he definitely did. Yes, yes he did. Um, it was not there. That was yeah, the first one so, he hasn't been there, I think, ever. It was a while. I think he was, yeah, yeah it's, it's been a long time. So, Nick, I mean, well, listen, WrestleMania 39 is around the corner, okay? It feels like it, at least. You know, it'll come quick. Absolutely. John Cena, GOAT, greatest, Mount Rushmore, of course. No question. Who mm-hmm. are you? Fantasy booking, Cena, celebrity or current wrestler, who are you booking? I know it's oh, hard. That's, that's incredibly hard. hard, honestly. That's but, uh, wow. You know, that's a couple names come to mind for me. I just wasn't sure yeah, if you had anyone that. that you would like to see. Personally, I'd like to see potentially Austin Theory. Absolutely. Yeah, I, that's I think, yeah, that, put I think that one makes there, right? <laughs> right. Remember, remember when Cena came back and they celebrated Cena, they had their moments, but they never actually paid it off. Yeah. Yeah. Austin Theory lost a briefcase. Right, he got he's got the but, similar look, the similar build. Right, <laughs> what better way than to wrestle John Cena, the goat at WrestleMania? Oh man, that, that'd be incredible. That in is my top opinion, notch right is there. better than cashing in and winning a championship. If you have a chance to kind of run a few with John Cena at WrestleMania, yeah, especially if you could pull off the upset. Yeah, imagine we go with those way, right? I mean, that would be. Uh, to me, that would be greater than winning any title, in my personal opinion. If you could beat Cena at Mania, but uh, you know, anything to do with John Cena coming back and having a big time match. Um, is always special, especially as he's you know kind of winding down. Uh, it looks like the you know the end of the career here, where he's just gonna do some spotty stuff. But uh, to see the legend go at it every, every chance you get is something that we should all really take in because you know as we said before, he is one of the goats. But he, some people don't give him enough respect for how long he's done it, and he was the the pinnacle of professional wrestling for a long time. Well, I think he's getting it now, right? Nick, it's like one of those things where when you when you're you know, gone, right, you, you don't realize what you got always. until it's not there. Right? And then so. now when he comes back, he may get the whole, you know, John Cena suck chance, but it's it's yeah, out but of that's part of, that's, like, that's part yeah, of the thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like Kurt Angle's uh, you know, every, yep, every you something suck. special. I mean, exactly. yeah. so 
We got came back of money in a bank last year, man. That crowd went nuts. I came out oh last night. Oh, like, man. That was amazing. Like that. that popped. And then as soon as the music Oh, my came, goodness. Man. Oh, man. He was gone for over a year, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, when he lost the brain and everything. But, yeah, yeah. that I was would love to see him though get that get that one more title, man. If anyone absolutely. deserves to have that record, it's, it should be him. Absolutely. Hey, man, you never know, man. Triple H runs a different different WWE than uh, Vince McMahon does. You know, Triple H loves loves the guys and the girls. He loves the business. He loves the fans. So you know him. He he does pay off things for the fans. You know that. So you never know. Yeah. And he's you know, he's got respect for Cena, of course. Obviously. And then the best part about Jersey, when you pick in theory as the potential opponent, you wouldn't need that much time to build that feud either, which is which is perfect right weeks. in line of what you want to accomplish, yeah. you know? Exactly. Because Cena's gonna be busy, man. Peacemaker too, baby, right, Tommy? You know it. Yeah, yeah it's on its way. <laughs> Dude, Nick, did, really quick, did you ever have you seen Peacemaker I, I, season I, one? I watched a little bit, but I know you, you guys were always saying that it was good. So I just I got I gotta get on it and finish it off. <laughs> I will say, and and I, I I love I like to say I like Marvel and DC equally personally because I just want them both to do so well because the better they do against each other is the better we get as fans. That's quality. So that's that's my biggest thing. That's my that's biggest thing. I don't I don't prefer one to the other. Of course, I have a superhero one or two versus the other that I'd rather prefer. Yeah, not. yeah, character but, association. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with one couple. I want them both to thrive. But dude, Absolutely. John Cena in DC's Peacemaker is yeah. arguably probably my favorite. Between the Disney Plus and HBO Max, like TV show superhero shows that I've seen yeah. thus far, no, you did a good job. Good it's that good. It's that it good. Funny. It's, it's funny. right up your sure, alley, right? dude. Good music, <laughs> music from the '80s, which I know you like, right? That's you respect cool. those good music. Um, <laughs> just funny, laugh out loud moments, cool action, blowing shit up, and John Cena being John Cena. You can't ask for more. No, that's the perfect cocktail. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You cannot ask for more. So I know you're a busy guy, but when you got a couple minutes during the off season. Before baseball kicks up again, man, I'm going to turn a couple episodes. <laughs> You'll appreciate it. Uh, Tommy knows. Me and Tommy, obviously, we always go back and forth all the time with that stuff. But, uh, Tommy, last piece of news that we have for Outside the Ring, at least written down on the on the producer sheet from Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Aldis requests his release from NWA. Yeah. Okay. Um, he obviously created a big name for himself over, you know, doing what he's been doing. But. With that being said, in both WWE and AEW kind of being in a little bit of a competition for signing some stars. Now, AEW went all in, and, you know, unfortunately, they've had a you know, injury bug hurt them a little bit. They've had a little hard time telling stories, especially now that they've kind of put into light Ring of Honor. You know, mm-hmm. kind of having to tell two company stories on two shows is a lot. Yeah. But Nick Aldis. Can you see him in WWE or AEW? I can see him in WWE, absolutely. I think he's I think he's made for WWE. His look, everything, and obviously he's his got wife. an unbelievable look, Tommy. You're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if Vince if Vince was still running things, he would have been signed yesterday because that's the kind of guy Vince loves. I mean, I'm sure Triple H likes that same kind of look too, but Vince, that's all he wanted. But I mean, it would be it'd be a get for Triple H to get him mm-hmm. in WWE. I don't know where they would put him right away, but. I mean, the guy is so good. I mean, it sucks how everything happened in NWA, unfortunately. You know, I guess it's hasn't been good there for a while. That's why he came out and said what he said. But, I mean, for him to go to WWE where, you know, obviously everything set up perfectly would be so good. And I hope it happens. I think it would be so cool to see. He's yeah. married to Mickey, Mickey James too, right? Mickey James, yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's on your list now. Like, he's a very, he's a very he's nice a top, man. Top contender. <laughs> He's a top contender, absolutely. Uh, I'm just trying to see how old he is, really quick. So he's 36. So, yeah. so he's, he's right around Finn Balor's yeah. age. Yeah. Yeah, he's right around Finn Balor's age. Most of the guys so. are honestly. Most of the guys. That's kind of like the wrestling prime there. I think 32 to like 38. This guy's got a pretty good window. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of time for him. 
Personally, I see him more WWE fit than I do AEW, and not that I, I lean one way or another in terms of where I'd want him to. I just want him to be successful and where he goes because at the end of the day, that's kind of what you hope for with these with with the wrestlers, right? Just wherever they go, they could be successful, have a good career, and 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 show show us and showcase out, right? At his um, age, though, it would be it would probably behoove him to go WWE. There's just more opportunity but, there. I think right now that's probably the case, um, and I think it's probably better off for him that he would go there because I think AEW is still kind of finding their footing this post punk situation. Right? Yeah, I for think, sure. And then if you got a wrestler you know, does like Miro and stuff, it's just not. Right. It's not. It's just not good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Joey. Joey is not here to defend his mirror love, but Tommy, I know you weren't here to, to hear the debate, but I know you listened to it. I heard it. It was, it was, it was a rather heated debate, but you know what? I respected it. I respected yeah. the debate because I felt they both had valid points. Yeah. Um, guys, let's get into Raw for a minute here. So we spoke about it a little bit before about Austin Theory potentially being a, a opponent for John Cena at WrestleMania 39, but Austin Theory had a questionable cash in. Um, you know. We don't when we think cash and we don't think the United States Championship. Not that we don't value it. Not that we don't think Seth Rollins is the freaking man because he is. But it's just something you just didn't kind of see. So I think that I went back and forth. I think I was going in the group chat, like talking with you both a little bit about like my feelings and my thoughts on it. So I'll rehash it again, really here for a quick little conversation. I think that Triple H views Austin Theory different, right? Keep in mind, Triple H brought in Austin Theory, right? Let's not forget that. Remember, he came to NXT. And yep. during the NXT run, Triple H was running it. So clearly he saw something in theory. He knows that he's like right there off the cusp, like off the precipice of being like a great star. But I don't feel that with the Royal Rumble coming up and the in theory having the briefcase, I thought that time where they had all these people like chasing Roman, that that like weird little month was like just a very like sloppy. I didn't like that. I forget. I think I was on the trip, you know, I'm not just calling Vince. I that was under like his um, you know, booking. But I just didn't feel like theory could benefit from cashing in the briefcase and potentially losing to Roman Reigns. I feel like that would kind of almost squash him more than potentially what it seems, I guess, people perceive him to be squashed right now. Um, he's only 25 years old, right? He's only 25, and he's already yeah, I mean, he's, this. He's, he's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's impressive where he's at. I don't think this hurts him. I think personally getting the briefcase off him is actually better than him holding the briefcase because I feel like we even spoke about on previous episodes that it looked like he was being like almost like watered down during his briefcase run. And that's not the point of what the briefcase is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like that next step. I don't think he was ready for it. I know that he looks like he's ready for it. I just don't think he's ready for it. I think this will be better. And I think the payoff, if he gets Cena at Mania, that yeah. is much yeah. better, like I just said earlier in the show, than the cash in, in my opinion. So, Tommy, I'll go to you, man. i just kind of curious your thought. That's just how I feel personally about the situation. How, how do you feel about the, I guess, quote-unquote, questionable cash in? Yeah, I mean, when he came down, and I'm like, he's not about to do this, is he? And then when he did, I'm like, okay. At first, I was taken aback, you know. I mean, I obviously have him uh, in paper champion, so I was kind of like, eh. You know, I was kind of hoping he'd pay cash in on something bigger, but whatever. That's beside the point. But it definitely was weird. But, I mean, like you said, he, I think they painted themselves into a corner because he, he definitely wasn't going to beat Roman. I mean, Roman just at this point is just nonstop. He's he's going through everybody. And for him, the cash in on him would just would have been weird. But I mean, like I said a few months ago, I was hoping, you know, it all depended on if Cody was coming back. If Cody wanted, then if Theory cashed in on him, that would have been awesome. He would have got so much heat for that. He would have been the heel champion. But obviously, they want to go that route, and that's fine. I mean, you know, I'm not making the decisions and all that. But I mean, I thought that would have been cool. But like you said, if he if this leads to him going against Cena, that's absolutely huge. And if he gets the win at WrestleMania against John Cena, I mean, that's they're setting him up for the future. I mean, like you said, 25 years old. The sky's the limit for this kid, and, you know, definitely, you know, we got to see what they got planned, but definitely weird, but if that's where they're going with it, then I'm absolutely fine with it. 
Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. And and Nick, I know I'm sure you have like a, a good opinion. I want to hear on this one too. So what do you think, man? I know, I know like, obviously you're, you're the cashing guy. You love the briefcase. Well, You've always been a money to me, bank to guy. Me, it's like the, the pinnacle, man. It really is. So how do you feel about with you having that view about it being the pinnacle on seeing theory kind of lose the way he did and being handled the way he did? Do you I, see redemption? I, I hope that there's redemption. I, I honestly felt bad for him to be honest. Right. Because oh, yeah. You know, at the same time, you know, you're talking about a guy that was on the fast track of stardom, right? If Vince was still running the show, there's a good chance he might have cashed in and won already, mm -hmm. right? So with this now, you know, you – I don't want to say he was, like, demoted, but in a way he kind of was. Now, there's a way to fix it. You know, there maybe Triple H felt like he wasn't ready or he was not fully seasoned yet. He's, ready. he's got the look. He's got the ability. But there's more to the story here. But, you know, I did feel bad for him because not only did – you know, he never got the shot at the, the, the heavyweight championship or the undisputed title or anything like that. But to do it to the U.S. title, no disrespect to the U.S. title. I love the belt. I, it should be more important than it is. But the whole point of the briefcase is to cash in and become world champion. And I just thought if you didn't want him to have it, you could have found a way for him to cash in and have a match and put on a good show and lose clean and, okay, whatever, he tried. But just to do it at the, with the U.S. title and kind of get shafted in that way, I just thought it was a little bit of a slap in the face, not only to him, but more so to the briefcase. Mm -hmm. Because if you put the briefcase on someone, it's supposed to be special and you're supposed to be the next guy in line, just kind, just kind of like winning the Rumble. And for that not to happen, you know, I just kind of felt a little sorry for him. Hopefully they, you know, hopefully, you know, he has some redemption here as we move forward and as we get into the Rumble and Mania season. But in the, in the interim right now, I, it was kind of disappointing. No, I, I, and listen, it's fair, right? We all have our opinion on it, um, and I agree. And I think that we all could probably share the same sentiment: is that if he does get Cena at at Mania, then things could things could disappear quickly. You right? Forget all exactly. About this. <laughs> but that's a big if. That's a right, big right. if. Right. That's We're a tall order. Right? Anyone who gets Cena at WrestleMania um, is certainly someone that they have major aspirations for. Thousand percent, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, we did see the retirement. Of the twenty four seven title. Now we all can probably agree on this one that it <laughs> was an I feel bad the truth, but <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting title to be introduced yeah. to. Um, it had its moments of funny time, but it really just felt like a filler. And yeah. to be honest, I think in Triple H's WWE, he wants to kind of make things more relevant. Titles actually mean something, and then really? in his opinion, the twenty four seven title didn't mean anything. So yeah, there was no significance to it at all. No, Nikki Cross won it against Dana Brooke, who was the last holder. Um, the only thing that I just hated, I know that she like has like this like demented character now. Her mind is yeah, kind of you broken. can't miss the trash. Can. Just yeah, throw it in the fucking trash. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, you gotta dunk that shit. Like dude. just yeah. just look where look where you're exactly, going. Yeah. And just, you can look up, but just make sure like slowly put it in the garbage. Feel like, around for it. You can feel a garbage can. Feel around for it. Come on, I thought that was poorly handled. I I, I didn't like that. I don't want to blame her per se. I know her husband came out on social media and was like. She was never good at basketball or throwing things out or something like that. So like that's pretty that was though. cool. No, I, I did appreciate that. I, I did. But come on, Nikki, throw it out. But I, I think we again I think we all can agree is that that title definitely didn't mean anything. If you want to turn into like a mid card women's title, That'd be cool. right? You know, traveling mid card women's title between Raw and SmackDown. All right, right. But the thing is you also gotta be careful at the same time, right? You have two main titles for Raw and SmackDown women's, and then you also have the tag titles, right? So you're tying up four superstars or four women uh wrestlers into those titles period and they're always at least feuding with somebody in some capacity yeah. not always the tag titles but anyway i'm happy to see it gone personally absolutely um another piece on raw so they've had a re there's been a rhea ripley problem for the oc right <laughs> they've had a rhea ripley problem for some time <laughs> they get uh, manhandled <laughs> yeah they, they have been there has been a uh a rhea problem that's been kind of addressed and answered 
Mia Yim is back in the fold. Mrs. Limitless back with WWE after her time with Impact Wrestling. Um, she has joined the OC. She attacked Rhea Ripley on Monday. Um, personally, I have to say, I didn't think about it, but now that it happened, I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it looks good. Mia Yim is not a small girl, and I don't mean that in, in stature of her her actual physique. I mean she's like she looks like she's she's like you know like I'm trying to say she's small, like she's a weight. She's right? yeah, yeah, she's, she's very fit. She's fine. Fit. Great, but I'm saying like she actually looks she's like yoked. she's formidable. She's a yoked up, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, she's like an actual formidable opponent for, for Rhea Ripley. Absolutely, exactly. Um, and I'm happy about that, right? She's always been a good wrestler. She was never used right. The retribution stuff was absolute garbage. Ah, that's terrible. Um, supplier. Well, one of the black for, eyes of professional wrestling. Oof. And Joey owns a <laughs> Joey supported that and bought a hoodie. <laughs> he, he might have been one of three. Of, he was a lot of uh, weird it's, stuff. We know it's, that. It's, yeah. it's probably a limited shirt, actually. Maybe worth something. Uh, I don't know, man. Don't but know. A press run. Questionable thing. Yeah, very questionable. <laughs> so um Mia Yim joins the OC. They have a good battle with Rhea and uh and Judgment Day. And you know it's gonna lead to a four on four in some capacity at Survivor Series. Um I, would you put them in the cage? Would you put two, would you put women and men in the cage? Oh, I guess we'll see. But you I know, think. in some capacity, they're going to at least have a somewhat traditional Survivor Series match. I'd have to think. So, really quick, guys, what do you think uh, about Mia Yim? Nick, I'll go with you. Join the OC. I thought it was great, man. I mean, she she had she had a, a nice little run, obviously, up before Retribution, where you look like she had a promising future, and now to get inserted right into a major faction storyline with two, two some, some of the hottest things in wrestling right now, the OC returning. And of course, uh, you know Finn and, and uh, Priest. Uh, what's the name of the group again? I'm sorry, Judgment Day. Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. Oh my God, I had a, a brain fart there for a second. That's but Judgment right. Day. Judgment Day is top notch right now. So and, and for her to get in there, and this is kind of a little bit of redemption for her, and you know, just sweet in your face stuff to all the people that doubted her, and including Vince McMahon. Yeah, thousand percent. Um, Tommy, I, I and know she's, you, and I she's know doing you. more than Keith Lee, which is nice. <laughs> oh, Joey's not here to defend. Him. Um, well, listen, Keith Lee is going to be going for the for the tag titles at um at Full Gear coming up. So, and we're taking one of these right here. I mean, taking listen, I, I, and I hope they do because you know, I, I, who doesn't love the acclaim? Oh, the acclaim! This just, everyone, oh, everyone loves the acclaim. <laughs> um. Yeah, Tommy, you know, me, am the OC, again, I think it's a good fit, right? I mean, Absolutely. Uh, who yeah. else could have fit better than, I think, her, to be quite honest, based on who they had? Yeah, I mean, remember the rumors a couple of weeks ago, oh, it's going to be Charlotte, and I'm like, eh, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, I mean, she hasn't been, you know, on it and everything, but it really didn't make sense. But for that, me, yeah, I mean, they're perfect. I mean, that picture they took at the end, you know, we were all pulling, like, oh, okay, this this is going to be cool. So I can't wait to see where they go with it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Especially when she busted out the kendo stick, man. Just oh, awesome. it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I have to say this live on the air. So, Joe, you're going to have to kind of mute, cut this one out. Joey's this is between just the three of us. Uh, Joey, cut this part out and transition us over to SmackDown in a second. I'm gonna have to get out of the recording and go back in because I don't have Joey's password. Um, it didn't work, so, so we're, we're gonna to, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get <laughs> cut off in nine Our in nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna cut really quick, and then I'm gonna I guess we'll let's see if this works. Hold on, if I hit stop record. All right, now to SmackDown this week. Now I'm not gonna lie, uh, Nick and I had a wedding on Friday. Tommy actually had a wedding on Thursday. A lot, a lot of love, a lot of love. And Joey obviously yeah. was with us on Friday, so a lot of love this week. But I did not get a chance to watch SmackDown. I heard a couple highlights and points, but I think we can probably definitely still talk about the uh, 
about kind of what's going on. Uh, Tommy, this one definitely got to go with you. So it looks like Bray Wyatt's first feud is going to be with L.A. Knight. How you now, feel about that, man? That's your boy. <laughs> it is my boy, but I, I I love L.A. Knight, but I want to see Bray thrive because I want to see him do his thing this time around. You know, mm. um, So I got to ask you, Tommy, this is definitely probably not what we thought, mm. but do we like this, keeping him a little bit away from any sort of title and giving him actual feud? How do you feel about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, keep him away from titles for a while. Like, we saw what happened when he was, you know – Inserted into title pitches, how that unfortunately, you know, have the circumstances with that happened and everything. So keep him away from titles as long as possible. Like he doesn't need a title. If he's doing his thing the way he's doing it, he doesn't need a title. Like look at Undertaker all those years. He never needed a title. I mean, it was cool when he had it, but he still was the Undertaker. So, you know, the character does, if the character's done well, they don't need a title. But I mean, it was definitely unexpected. I mean, when he showed up, when LA Knight was giving his little promo on the back and the thing was flashing on the, the TV behind him, and then he showed up. I'm like, okay, this is going to be his first feud. That's cool. And I kind of like how they're definitely two opposites. You know, LA Knight's the more, you know, flamboyant, whatever you, bra- you know, and all that. And then <laughs> Bragg- braggadocious. Yeah. And then you got Bray, who's talking in like riddles and stuff and all that kind of stuff. And each week his, his promos get more sinister. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So, I mean, I don't know who's the heel, who's the face. You know what I mean? It's going to be cool to see where they go, if this is where they're going with it. So it would be very cool to see. And, It'll be, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I just want to see Bray in the ring. I mean, I don't know, maybe Survivor Series that happens. We'll see what they, they do in the next few weeks leading up to it, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, Tommy hit on it good. I think the two, two of these things that these guys both share is very good on the mic skills. Yeah. So hearing them kind of have those kind of moments of promos and cutting back and forth, whether they're both in the ring together, Bray's on the Titan Tron or whatever the situation is going to be, I think it'll be kind of fun. So I'm looking forward to it too. Um, we did get a return. Sarah Logan is back cool. with the Viking Raiders and she's a Viking herself. Yeah. So, uh, so her, I think her real name is like Sarah Rowe, um, you know, with, um, from, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Eric Ivar, Ivar. um, yeah. you know, married to him in real life. They actually, I think they do live a Viking ish lifestyle. It so yeah. it, it yeah, actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, but you know, there was a try to, there was a, they were trying to revitalize like the Viking Raiders more recently. I think they've been doing a pretty good job. They kind of hit a point where they didn't capture the titles, but I thought again, that they were used pretty well. And I think having Sarah Logan kind of come back, why not? You know, factions seem to work in today's wrestling, right? People get excited by factions. Mm-hmm. WWE has more factions now. Than they've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, it's, it reminds me a lot of sometimes of the nineties, right? Like little three, three people team or four person teams and stuff like that. So but that's what, know. that's what makes, that's what makes, uh, what I like about it is it also makes like, uh, more believability when, you know, you can cheat you have that, that, that man advantage or woman advantage to where upsets are possible. And, and it makes sense, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's a little bit easier to write for a faction than it is for a team or, or an individual. Sometimes, you can do so. more things from a creative standpoint. Yep, totally couldn't yeah. agree more. So that's good. Uh, Nick, we did see Shotzi earn the number one contender. Yeah, that was cool. That, that was, was cool. Good. I like that. I was that hoping was either her or Raquel personally. Same, I mean, same here. Same here. So I'm sure. happy to see Shotzi. I'm happy to see her being used better. Yeah, um, well, that's that's really the biggest the biggest take out of all of it, right? I mean, Shotzi is she's a talented wrestler, but she's also a huge risk taker, which we all love, right? She's willing to put sacrifice the body and put it out all out online. And for her to kind of get a little glimmer of a cool introduction, but then get it kind of taken away for her to now have a legitimate chance at a championship is really, really cool. Yeah. 
Definitely Absolutely. cool. If do we think she's going to dethrone Ronda? I guess we'll see. I, I, I don't think that. But as long as she's able to put on the show to kind of solidify her name herself, to throw her name in the you know a contender hat for a long time, would be something really cool. Absolutely. That's what you, that's what you can hope for. Exactly that. Um, and great point, Nick. Um, we did get the match of the of the of matches. It was the Usos taking on the New Day for pretty much sole ownership of the longest reigning tag team title. Uh, I guess title you would kind of call it in WWE history. What a match! What a team! It's hard because I know that it's a little bit different than the times of the '90s with a lot of those teams. But like the Uday, the Usos in the New Day. I was going to say the Uday, the Usos in the New Day. I mean, we've been very lucky and blessed to have these two teams for as long as we've been, man. And they've just given us match after match. Uday, as you would just say, are the two greatest tag teams to ever do it. So it was just yeah. perfectly fitting that it happened that way. It it really was, man. What a match! The Usos went over and and, and they won. They retained the titles. They are now the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history. I think it's I think it's earned and deserved. And what better teams to kind of go over than the New Day? No matter what, those two teams respect the hell out of each other, and it was just a, a awesome just to see it open up SmackDown this week. I did see that match. Um. So at the end of SmackDown, we had uh, the Brutes and Drew facing off with the Bloodline. That was cool. <laughs> we have to assume that this will be a War Games match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have to assume it. Um, who should be the fifth member for the Babyface team? That's a good question. What do you guys think? Tommy, I'll go with you first. What are you thinking? I mean, this, if you saw this past Monday Night Raw, it looked like Mr. Rollins might be turning off face. And, you know, I think I think that'd be pretty cool because, you know, him and Roman kind of have that unfinished business, you know, back back in Royal Rumble when they fought, when they face each other. So, you know, to see him teaming with those guys, I mean, well, it makes sense? Probably not. But, hey, man, it's war games. A lot of shit happens during war, you know. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, it would be pretty cool. But, I mean, that would be my choice. I don't know who else they would pick, but. Throwing Drew in there, that makes sense because you know, obviously, him and Sheamus oh, yeah. and stuff. So that was cool to see. But yeah, I mean, we'll probably see in the next couple of weeks. I mean, because War Games, I think, is what next Sunday or whatever it is. I it's believe it. I think it's like in two weeks. Yeah, not yeah. this. Not it's not today. Clearly, yeah. I think it's next. It might be next week. I think. Yeah. Honestly. So I mean, that's maybe you know something happens tomorrow night or obviously on Friday. So I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I would pick Seth. I think that'd be very cool. Cool, Nick. I mean, I think you mentioned a name. I'm not going to hand this one to you. I want to see how good your your recollection is. You might have mentioned a name of saying, "Hey, is this person hurt or why they're missing?" Do you remember, Mr. Kevin, Mr. Kevin Owens? That's right. Yeah, that's that. That would be that would be my choice. Nah, uh, just from, cool. from uh, I mean, I would obviously love Rollins as well, but uh, I think KO just because from the history standpoint, from the storyline standpoint, he had a great feud with Roman. Yeah. Um, he's he always likes slapping Sammy around. Um, so it's, you know, that's something that would always, that would always be something really cool to have him around and, and get involved cool. in this to, to solidify the, as the fifth man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, him, so. him, and them inside a war games type of cage. For, oh my God. That's, oh, that's yeah. going to be a blast. And yeah. then when they start coming out, when, oh my God, it's going to be great. I can't wait. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, boys, let's shift to NXT. We had a couple of things kind of come out of NXT, a couple of things that kind of stood out. Zoe Stark turned heel on Nikita that was, Lyons. That was that was crazy. Tommy, wow. I don't know if I saw that one coming. No, not at all. Definitely. How do you feel about it, that? I don't know. I mean, that was definitely. I thought they had a good thing going, but I mean, I guess they're playing all like you know they kept losing, kept losing, and she finally just had enough. So I respect they did something like that, but that was. That was very well done. I, I like that. If anything, I thought Nikita would have turned, but I mean, to have Zoe do it, that was very cool. So 
they should have a nice little feud going in the next couple of weeks. But that was, I mean, and the brutality too, man. She hit it with the, the title and everything, and she's going after everyone else. So good. So I mean, that was yeah. that was cool. very nice to see. Oh, uh, it really was cool to see. They should definitely set up a good feud for the two of them because Nikita's great. I, I like oh, Nikita. Yeah. I think she's really developing, and she's uh-huh. so, she's super young. Yeah. And Zoe, Zoe's a professional, man. She's a fantastic in-ring performer. So I think, that, I think they'll, yeah, they'll really sure. bring out a lot of each other. So this is cool. I, I didn't see this coming, but I like it. Yeah. Um, they just do too, they, they just do very t- too quick, like for me sometimes, like too quick uh, to turn somebody on someone else, like so fast. Like I feel like every week someone's – Nick, you would someone, do that to turned. one of us in a heartbeat. <laughs> nah, but the, 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 I feel know, like you <laughs> almost turned heel on me at the wedding on Friday. Like, I feel like well, that, every time that's I look ne- over that's my never shoulder. Uh, out of the question. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm getting a drink at the bar. I'm looking over my shoulder, seeing if someone's going to sweep my legs out or something like that. You know, I'm having dinner. I'm like looking over my shoulder, make sure, you know. There's not going to be like someone there standing there with a knife behind my back. But thank God I sat at the head of the table, Tommy. There you go. So I was on the other side, the other head. No, no, no. You were you were the right of of Louis. Come on. Um, all fun stuff. Love it. Uh, looks like Nick Von Wagner is next for Braun Breaker. Uh, Braun's been running through. He's been doing his thing. Now I've been on record saying that I'm not the biggest Von Wagner guy. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it. I know he's a big guy. I know he's got the look. I just don't feel it. Um, Breaker has seemed to have been getting great opponents um, some of these last feuds. Von Wagner, Nick, how do you feel about that? I don't I mean, honestly, for me, like right now, I mean, this, this is a good talent. He's a talented dude. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, like to me, it's Braun Breaker. And then there's kind of like everybody else kind of deal. Yeah, that's respect. So, yeah. Um, you know, I just I just don't see him winning by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, he is running out of people to run through down there. So, you know, you got to have somebody of some some size and, and some opportunity to, you know, have a chance to make it believable. Um, because I can't imagine Braun being down there, you know, really honestly that much longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like he would have to be a WrestleMania call-up. Uh, you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. he's going to be one of those. Oh, maybe a, like, a surprise, surprise Rumble guy. Something, yeah, something of that magnitude. He'll, he'll be in the Rumble. Um, I don't know if he's going to be like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like he'll definitely be in the, in my opinion, I think he'll definitely be yeah. in the rumble. Um, but yeah, he'll throw a couple of people out and make a name for himself as, you know, oh, as he gets closer, and closer to the call up. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, all right, boys, let's shift to AEW. Um, Nick, I'll stick with you. Cause this is obviously a little close to your heart. Soraya confirmed that she is a hundred percent clear. Yeah, That's been a long, she, long journey. She has, she victimized Britt Baker in their promo on uh, on Wednesday, and she challenged her to a match at full gear. So you're going right for the probably the top woman woman you have in your division right at right out the gate. How do you no feel question? About, how do you feel about uh, that? I mean, it's def- definitely a bold strategy. Um, you know, uh, I'm so ecstatic for her to get back in the ring after all this time, all these years of uh, you know trying and all the injuries, history, and the devastation of all that finally come full circle here to get back in the ring and then to go after you now you can make the case of one of the most popular female wrestlers in the world um certainly in, in AEW. um i mean i guess no what better way than go right to the top and she's gonna win which is pretty damn special yeah uh yeah she is gonna win which is definitely gonna be special i hope for a really good match we haven't seen soraya wrestle in many many years um, we we love Britt Baker here at the at, on the network, at least on this side of the podcast. And it's a, and it's a safe, and it's I don't a know safe about play Joe for and, her. Uh, to, <laughs> but we do. It's a safe play for her to go after Britt too, especially in the ring, because you know Britt Britt is one of the better wrestlers they have. Um, yeah, yeah, she puts the body out on the line, but it's something that I feel like would be a good match between their styles to shake off a lot of the rust that she's going to have. 
Yeah, I think it'll be one of those really one of those emotional encounters, and I think sometimes that leads to some really good matches. So I do hope that that one comes out good. I hope Sarai is healthy in you know start and through the entire match, and and hopefully it's more matches to come. Right? Absolutely. Uh, Tommy, I know you definitely didn't like this, Jeff Jarrett. What are you doing? <laughs> what? Just employed, right, first like, of all, Satnam, Satnam Singh, let's stop. Okay, stop <laughs> it. That guy j- just just is big. There's nothing more than just that. Don't tell me that he's a talented wrestler. He's not a fucking talented wrestler. Okay. But you're gonna come you're gonna come out here and you're gonna take a shot at Braun Strowman and Triple H at that in the same promo. You're feuding with Sting and Darby. Keep your jabs to Sting and Darby. Yeah. You're better than that, Jeff Jarrett. You've been in the business for a long time. You know how to cut a promo, slap nuts. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> What are we doing here, Tommy? Right? What? What is that? It's, what was that? It's from day one. It's AEW playbook. You know, a guy gets released from WWE. Go to AEW, take shots at WWE, and then you know, as Joey put on the WrestleBliss thing, then he'll go on Jericho's podcast. You know, probably in a, in a month or two, whatever. You know, just everything. But I mean, yeah, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, Triple H took over and he brought in his boys. I mean, does it suck they lost his job? Sure, but I mean, obviously, I guess him and Triple H don't like each other. But I mean, come on, to say that guy's better than Braun, give me a break. I mean, I'm not saying Braun is believe. I'm not saying Braun. No, is dead. we're not saying that. But come but on, I mean, come on, come yeah. on. Stop. Yeah, I mean, the guy had what one match and he looked like freaking the great Khali. Almost <laughs> looks better than Saddam Singh. That's what I mean. Yeah. So come on now. I I know you. You know, you just got there. You want to make everything look good, but stop with this, please. Enough for taking shots. Come on already. It's just so. There annoying. is plenty of history with Jeff Jarrett and Sting. Plenty of history. Exactly, yeah. Plenty yeah. of material. Yep. yep. And Don't go, tell me you were you were you were grasping for straws on that one. Cause that, exactly. that just that was just annoying. That that pissed me off. Yeah, that was we, I mean, it's weak it's weak dick shit, man. It's terrible. It is. I mean since day one they've been doing that. I mean first, you know, when they did it, okay, you get a good, you know, a rise out of the crowd and everything. But now it's just like, come on, move on and just go from there. But like, and now the match, oh, Sting gets the shit out of Jeff Jarrett. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I would have hoped for that either way, but now I really hope for that. Yeah, yeah so I, just, I hope he blasts with that acoustic guitar right across the dome piece, man. That's what he deserves. <laughs> would be deserved for that, dick. But we are going to get um, Jared and Jay Lethal taking on Darby and Sting at full gear. We haven't seen Sting in a while, so it will be nice to kind of see him kind of return. He is obviously in his 60s, but you know, he's been doing some good work, I think, in AEW. He's been properly used, in my opinion, in Absolutely, AEW, based yeah, on yeah. his age and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And he's done a lot for Darby. And, Nick, I know you hate Darby, but you got to admit, at least he's been able to, you know, he's been. Nah, those good guys team. will protect Sting, for sure. No question about it. And, listen, Sting, Sting loves wrestling, and he's a professional. Sting won't do anything where he's going to embarrass himself. I'll tell you that right now. He will not. You're absolutely right about that. Um, Nick, this was tough, man. Again, I, I know it was good to you for heel things because you are the, you are the heel over here. Uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe turned on Wardlow, huh? Yeah, Wardjo uh-huh. no longer. No yeah. more Wardjo. That was quick. Yeah. And you talk about quick turns. That was a quick <laughs> turn, man. That Their friendship was like literally like two episodes and now it's done. Probably like yeah. two or three weeks. I'm kidding. Maybe uh, Wardlow, Wardlow went off spouting, spouting his, slapping his gums and that's what, that's what Joe's got to do. Yeah, I guess so, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, Smojo Warlow, this this could be good, man. You know, yeah, Warlow, no you know, gives him at least someone really good to work with. But also powerhouse Hobbs, man. Again, I think I said it like last week on the episode. I like the Hobbs looking good, man. He looked dude, big, yeah, yeah. strong. When he, when he came out that one day, dude, I was like, Man, this guy's a monster. Yeah. Look great. So to be honest, good for I'm happy for Warlow that there actually is something for him to do in the TNT division because for a little yeah. while it seemed kind of bland. It and was definitely like, bleak. Damn. It was definitely looking bleak. So you know, Samoa Joe, definitely love him. Very, didn't like the turn very, of our boy Wardlow, though. Very formidable opponent, though. It's going to be a banger for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 
And speaking of bangers, and and again, Nick, this is going to hurt you. I know everything at AEW always hurts you. Um, we did have a two out of three falls with Brian Danielson and uh, Sammy Guevara. Um, good match. It was a good match. You have to at least they, give they, it. To they them. can they can both wrestle. There's no question about it. <laughs> yeah. They definitely can wrestle. Um, Brian went over as I think he should have gone of over. Absolutely, he yeah. hasn't gone over that as much as he should yeah. have over there. To yeah. be honest, no. But I thought it was a really good match. I do want to tip my hat to that. I did appreciate that. Two or three, you don't see two or three falls all the time. You don't really see them on just regular shows. Um, so the it's fact a classic that old school that. match with a little juice, yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. And Brian is an absolute professional. And no matter we think that Sammy's a dickhead and he has go home heat, um, I, I still think the guy can wrestle nonetheless. So that was Dynamite. I did not catch Rampage, but I do have it pulled up over here. We had a couple matches in the Eliminator Tournament. We had Brian Cage taking on Dante Martin. Again, I didn't see the match, but we did have Brian Cage go over. So I do I do want to acknowledge that, that he does go over and he moves on in the tournament. And we did have Bandito, uh, Bandito take on Rush. Again, another tournament match. And we had Bandito go over. So that is kind of cool. I'm going to skip over Nyla Rose. Don't care. And we had Orange Cassidy take on Lee Johnson for the All-Atlantic Championship. Um, again, did not watch it, but Orange Cassidy is still your champion, and that is what's most important. Yes, of course. Um, only, only two of you guys can see me, but I'm putting a thumbs up. Black stays with a thumbs up for that. And we have one AEW t-shirt, and it's the OC. Uh, dude, Orange Cassidy's the man, bro. I love that he comes down to the ring with a backpack and a title. It's absolutely hysterical. He's a good dude, man. He's a good wrestler. I like that guy. Um, but that was the week of wrestling of what we kind of had here to talk about um, with the boys at the Wrestling Journal podcast, brought to you by Wrestle by the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. It is that time of the show. It is the MVP time. Uh, Tommy, since you are back from mm-hmm. your one week off, which wasn't really a one week off, I know you're trying to get out of the plan, so I don't count that. But you know, okay. I mean, we'll, we'll put an asterisk in the record book for that. Okay, I appreciate that. Of course. Who is your MVP, Tommy, this week? Who do you got? I want to go with Shots to become the number one contender for nice. the Down Championship. Even though I probably won't win, but just give us a nice match against Ronda. I mean, I hope she. I would be awesome if she. Oh you my know, god, that'd be great. Yeah, but definitely Shots. Hopefully, this is the start of her. You know, starting to get. More contendership for the belt. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Nick, uh, how about for you, my friend? MVP of the week. We had a bunch of things that happened in wrestling, so it's gotta be Soraya get getting cleared after all these years. I mean, yeah. Great for her. A big boost for AEW period, just because, you know, now it gives them another very formidable uh household name, really, uh, in the wrestling world. So uh good for her and uh, I'm excited to see her take on the doctor, I'm a torn, and this is a tough one for me. I know it is. It's very <laughs> tough, but that's, that's kind of what they want. This is, this is what you call a real pickle. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> and, 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 and we know <laughs> we know about pickles. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, definitely happy to see her kind of get cleared. I hope it's going to be a great match. And that's kind of the whole point, right? We love to kind of see that. We Let's see two people that we really like and we support fight. That's why we love wrestling. Um. My MVP of the week, I'm going to go with the Usos, man. And I, of course, want to acknowledge that, that, you know, the new day, but the Usos, your longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history. That's amazing. What's the number on that? The exact numbers? Anyone have the number? 800 something, I think. Really? Wow. That's what it is? 800? I thought it was three. I thought 800 is Roman. Oh, maybe it's Roman. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like three, some sorry, but yeah, 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 no, no, trust me. Listen, our tribal chief Tommy, you're always acknowledging you, yeah. you're good in the bloodlines book. Trust me, yeah, yeah, it's like three, yeah, it's like 
like late threes or something. Yeah, yeah, late threes. It's not four yet, but it's damn close to four hundred. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but dude, that's, that's sick, cool. Bro. That's yeah, sick. That's yeah, that's cool. They're fantastic. Love the Usos. Love the Bloodline. Um, boys, that is it. That is episode one thirty two of the Wrestling Journal podcast, brought to you by Russell Buzz. Again, where you can you find us anywhere where you can download podcasts by simply searching the Wrestling Journal podcast. Again, we are part of the Russell Buzz podcast <laughs> network. Um, you can find us on social media at Russell Buzz with three Z's. I Russell Buzz on Instagram and uh, and TikTok and Facebook. Um, that's it here for the boys. Sunday, football Sunday. We got things to do. Let's go Giants. Um, as always, everyone, take care. Stay safe. Watch pro wrestling.